Hey, hey, you found On the Flip Side. I'm Pat Tagadar, bringing a guest each week to talk to me and you. Now, you may know what these guests do. Well, here on the flip side, we're going to learn more about who they are. In the Escrimador series, we're talking to a Filipino martial arts master. What's an Escrimador, you might ask? Well, generally, an Escrimador is a person who practices a Filipino martial art. Our guest today is Guru Tanya Subing Subing Monroe. She comes from a long lineage training with legendary masters, and she's so kind to spend time with us to share her experiences and maybe a few other things that might make you say, hmm. I'm meeting with Guru Tanya here in Tita Celio's restaurant in Carson, California. It's lunchtime, and the place is buzzing. Here are some excerpts from a long, beautiful conversation with her. So let's get started with a warm-up. I do have this one thing, and just for warm-up. From, go ahead and pick a number from 1 to 10. 7. 7. We are going to find out what is your superhero name. <laughs> okay. Superhero name. So what you have to do, I know you've seen these before. And the first letter of your first name. So it's T. T. You are the knight. And the first letter of your last name. M. Laser. Night laser. Night laser. <laughs> According to Mark Stewart, the founder of Boxer Rebellion International, Jeet Kune Do, or JKD, was created by Bruce Lee and may be classified as a modern form of Chinese-American martial art. The philosophy of JKD in training and fighting strategy is one of daily decrease, or discarding the non-essential elements. Since we're talking to Guru Tanya, let's get her definition of Filipino martial arts and JKD. Been through so many different masters, studied different martial arts even. Mm -hmm. Your definition, your own personal definition of Filipino martial arts. Is JKD. Is JKD. Can you tell me more about that? Because, like I said, it's... it's uh, Bruce's, I believe, like I said, it's my opinion, Bruce's philosophy was every art can be your JKD. Okay. Because everybody's JKD is a personal thing. So, like he said, you take what works and you discard what doesn't work. And that becomes your JKD. With the Filipino arts, it, like I said, I believe it's because of it had coming from a life-death usage rather than an art. Battle-tested. Battle-tested. It had not gotten to a commercial stage to where everything changed when we were bringing all these, pulling, when Dad was pulling out all these old masters. These are masters who weren't teaching, who weren't showing a lot of their families didn't even know they were masters, didn't know, my grandfather included. Yes. So, this is raw, straight up, life, real, real, real art. art. This, this, that this, was not commercialism art. This works. Which didn't mean that they were the best teachers. Exactly. Because there was many of those. Yeah. Many of those were just like, just do this. 
Wow. <laughs> Because what you do is fancy. Yes. It's too fancy. Yeah. That doesn't work. Yes. Uh, exactly. And um, so, I think Guru Jan was the innovator. He was the the catalyst for for the way martial arts is now. And he brought that. Guru Tanya, really? PVC pipe. Oh yeah, it was a good thing. It was a good thing. Ah, blood even? Oh, yeah. oh. Ah, let's go eat. Yeah. I never forget the one night. Um, uh, we it was the first night we were gonna test the PVC pipe. Oh. And we went with a real thin, uh, because it was strong, you know. So it was a thin uh, cylinder, and. I had so many welts across oh. my neck here like this, and then I had these round dots. Yeah, oh, the thrust. From the thrust. <laughs> round dots. That's, that's the day I got called into work. My supervisor called me in, and she said, um, Tanya, it's been brought to my attention that you've been coming to work with a lot of bruises. And I started chuckling, and I said, Oh, I said, I really appreciate that. I said, but I take martial arts. I take martial arts. She says, oh, she says, you pay for this? (laughs) 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 Yes, you do. And loving it, too. Truly, though, it's not for everybody. So who or what inspired you, Guru Tanya, to study martial arts? What, what was your inspiration to just keep on going and playing hard with the boys? My father raised me that way. Mm. My father was um, very physical. In Hawaii, he was, he used to bodybuild. He used to enter Mr. Waikiki. Uh, he also took judo. Mm. There's um, a famous judo Japanese man who used to live in Hawaii. He was in the movies, and I can't, for the life of me, can't remember his name. Um, I'm going to have to research that. Okay. But my father also took Kajukempo under Imperato. So at the, uh, I want to say the youngest I can remember was I I was like five. Uh, My father first started to use me as uh, his dumbbells when he exercised, because I always wanted to play around. So he'd say, okay, get on my back, and he'd do his push-ups, and then he'd make me sit on his neck, he'd yeah. do his squats, and then he'd hold, hold my hands in his hand yeah. and use me for his curls. What? Yeah, and then he would use me to press. Oh my yeah, so God. I heard overhead. Overhead, but I knew, my dad taught me a lot of, that's where I learned a lot of body mechanics, because he would explain to me. The muscles, I'm okay, and daddy's doing this for this muscle, my bicep, my my pecs, you know, whatever. So I learned a lot of that at that age, you know? Yeah. And then, and it was for me, it was fun. And then uh, he'd sit on his back, I'd sit on his feet, and he'd, he'd do his leg raises, you know? And um, so I learned a lot that way. And then between five and seven, he started to teach me actual you know, boxing, um, Western boxing, just how to jab, cross, yes. punch, you know. Um, and then we would play around with, because uh, um, my dad had these huge knuckles, yeah. and he used to punch everything, punch everything. everything. And so, um, 
I said, I want to get those like that, Daddy. And he goes, no, you're a girl. You don't want to get those like that. He says, you can do other kinds. So he started teaching me how to break wood with my palms on my hands. And um, he Really? Said, yeah. Wow. So when I was seven, that was my first seven. You're breaking time I did wood. Yeah. And um, then he, he wanted to teach me bricks. And my mom, my mom said, you are not having your brick bricks. <laughs> we need those. She's we too little. We need to build a house. <laughs> You're, you're not teaching my daughter how to break bricks. Yeah, and I think, you know, my oldest sister is four years older than me. And my mom had had um, two miscarriages okay. between us. And so I think I became my dad's boy because mm. I was strong. I was, strong. I was born that way. I was, my baby pictures, I have calf muscles. I said, because my dad was like, I said, my, I have my dad's legs and everything. And uh, flat feet, three calves, you know. And so I said... Um, and I helped my mom a lot. Yeah. My oldest sister was the, the, the intellect. She loved reading. She loved, I was the athletic one, and I was always outside helping. And I'd help my mom, you know, yard work and, you know, pulling the, the weeds and everything. And you loved that too? I, I was, yeah, I was, I was good at it. <laughs> yeah, you know, so that's what it was. Oh, my God. And then my dad started to teach me, like, when I was maybe around... 10 he started to teach me the judo throws and stuff and my first my first usage of it was i was in fifth grade and i was in school and this boy who was a a family friend but he was a, a, a one of those kids that was constantly you know poking you or you know just he's the bug everybody we call him the bugger the bugger well, he come up one day, where the bell had just rang, and we went in to go to class. And our playground had just a slight hill to go onto the flat, to go into the building. Well, he came and ran and jumped on the back of my back, you know. And I just automatic, because my dad was just teaching me throws, automatic, grabbed his head, and bam, to the ground. He was laying there. Out of breath. Then I got scared. I go, teacher, teacher. I called the te the yard teacher. She came running over there, and so she's doing stuff with him just to get him breathe. He got his breath back, and she said, "What happened?" She said, "Both of you get in the office." So then we told him what happened, and so he said, "Oh my God!" He goes, "What did you do to me?" He said, "I felt like I was flying through the air." I said, "I said, well, my dad was teaching me the judo throws." He goes, well, can I come over and learn that? Oh. <laughs> from who, you or from dad? My dad. Oh, my gosh. That's <laughs> I got to ask my dad. I got to ask my dad if it's okay for him to throw you, too. <laughs> yeah, so that was my first. Oh and my God, and uh, I've just always been uh, athletic, and I, I love sports. And my father and my mother, my mother was a volleyball player in Hawaii. Oh. So my mother was a very strong person. You have a special place in your heart for the girls. Why do you think it's important for the girls to learn Filipino martial arts? What, 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 what's important for you that the girls need because to have something? I think, because I think the art is so great for women. Because it's not total strength. Okay. okay. 
just for that pure factor, if anything else. You don't have to have pure strength. Although it's great make, exercise. Right, it's great exercise, but you don't have to have pure strength to make it functional for you. For self-protection. Okay. And that's my, my thing with the girls. I wish more girls would learn the Philippine arts because of that factor. There's, there's not a thing that you can't pick up in your purse, from your car, from the street, and use it as a weapon. Yeah. But until you learn that, that concept, until that becomes automatic for you, it's not a thought thing for women. Because for women, unlike myself, like I said, I was my father's boy, so he trained me up to be strong. Girls are not trained to be strong. They're trained to play with your dolls, be nurturing, take care of your dolls, take care, dress up, put makeup on, look pretty. They're not taught to, to to be a martial artist on a on a basic on a basic um, what's the word uh, just your basic be boys are taught to throw balls and taught to you know hammer things they're taught so if you're physically doing strength things yes. girls are not and so this is important for girls because because so many women are attacked and raped and, 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 and mothers are with their children, so you have to protect your children. And that, for me, that's what it is. And is it true? You've already lined up a workshop just for the women? So that is one of the motivators for you. For That's example, for me. November 3rd. Yes. What's happening there? There's uh Well, when uh, Alvin asked me to do a seminar, I said, I, Alvin, I really, I told you already, I'm not comfortable doing seminars. I said, I'll do a workshop where it's just small, you know? Yeah. And we'll, I said, you pick topics you want to work on, and that's me. I want to detail them. I want to do workshops. And he goes, okay. He goes, what would you like to do? I said, I want to do a woman's workshop first. You want to do a woman's workshop first? First. Yeah. Uh, that, could, that could lead to more stuff. Right. And that's what I told him. I said, maybe we can yeah, uh, see how that goes and we can go to more. I said, but my first one, I want to be a woman's workshop. You know, not bad, though, because Guru Alvin's, he's, am, I, am I wrong? He's here in Torrance? Yeah. Yeah. Of, uh, Kamana Kali? Yeah, I, I went to his grand opening. Yes. I saw it on Facebook, and then um, uh, I told my nephew, I said, let's go to that grand opening, because it's, it's close to me. So um, I said, it might be something where um, I could go there and, and, and maybe um, help out or help something, out. you know? And so when I went to see him, he was so surprised that I was there. Yeah. And so he goes, oh my God, he goes, that, uh, that would be so cool if you could do something here. And so then we talked about it, like I said, and then that's what I decided. I wanted to do a women's workshop. And then he asked me, he goes, so what, what, what do you um, want to do? And I told him, I said, that's my problem with teaching. That's why I don't want to do seminars. I can't sit down and do a format. I don't know. Uh, I said, I, I don't know if I'm ADD or whatever. I don't know. <laughs> I can't sit yeah. down and think about 
and write it down yeah. of yeah. what I want to teach. I said, I have a... I said, this is crazy, sounds crazy, but I feel like I teach off a feeling. Yeah. So when I get there, it's like the day it builds. That's why I had everybody just pick up a stick. I wanted to see everybody stroke. Yeah. Yeah. And then from there, I, I felt what mm. was needed. What do you think that the questions are that women have presently? Um, what do you think is putting yourself in their place? You're an accomplished martial artist. There's people like my daughter. She's been around me and my son who practice. Leslie, who's the Philippine street fighter who fights dirty, she'll reach up, reach down, and she'll pick up some sand and throw it in right, her face, exactly. and then she'll yeah, knock yeah. it down, then she'll like laugh at you and then run. That's the kind of she's like be yeah. careful with those street fighters. Right, right. But women now, what? What's more? Well, they they like to stay in shape, but there's so much going on with women right now that. Don't even know where to start. Kind of like what you right. mean. Yeah, I don't know where to start. And I think for me, and that's what I'm gonna base this uh, this workshop off of, uh -huh. is my first initial uh, speech will be about awareness. Awareness. Because what I see now, and it, it makes me scared. It really makes me scared. Yeah. The awareness, the lack of awareness that girls and women have now because of the earbuds yes. and the phones and the texting. So bad. Mm -hmm. I, I, I go everywhere I go. I just, I can sit there and say, you're a target, you're a target, you're a target, which makes me sad. Mm. <laughs> you know? Yeah. It's scary. And I think of our children, you know, in, in schools, our yeah. girls, you know. Yeah. It's, it just really scares me. And there's no decrease in predators no, out there. Exactly, exactly. All right, well, tell us what's in your future. This is, you just did a photo shoot. Mm -hmm. Tell me again, that was which publication? Uh, it's called 3M Martial Arts. 3M Martial Arts, that's an actual uh -huh. name in your hand. Magazine. I can touch this magazine because nobody seems to be wanting magazines, at least for right now, but they for sure, according to um, the managers of the shoot. Yeah. Uh, that's actually coming back. Right. People want to hold People want to and hold see something it, yeah. tangible right there. Yeah. And you just did a full photo shoot. You just finished a full photo shoot? Yes. And uh, it's supposed to be January issue of 2019. Oh, nice. Yeah. Ned is featuring you. And it's he's, yeah, he's, he's putting me on the cover. Mm -hmm. And he's doing a small article with mm -hmm. some pictures. And um, of what? Is this a training magazine of some sort? Uh, no, it was more about me as far as my history in JKD and Kali. And, um, so he does like a, a sit one-on-one -on -one interview first. Great. And so when you buy the magazine, yes. I guess the digital magazine, yes. then you get a little DVD also with the interview. Great. Well, when, when this is published, you're going to know where it is. And if you want to share it with him, please do. Oh, okay. That's the whole purpose of this here. Okay. We want to share our women of the Filipino martial arts, our Filipino women, period, uh, with the world. You yes. got to get it out there. And you don't only have that coming up, but there's the video, maybe? Are we talking about possibly? Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm seriously thinking of doing that only for the fact that I do want it to be documented 
as far as for women. Okay. You know, okay. to... Um, Documented for women. You know, so, so it could be some documentation so that women know that the Filipino martial arts is for women. Awesome. You know? Oh, you're doing it for women. I didn't, I didn't catch that part. All right, Guru Tanya, tell us just one thing. You want me to one ask? thing, because I know there is. I, you've been dying to say it, haven't you? I finally figured it out that you nobody did? knows. Really? Because I thought you just kind of slipped it in there, but I won't. Guru Tanya, would you tell us, me and our one listener, what is yeah. one thing about you that we would have never, ever have known? Could you tell us? Yes, when I was a young girl, I wanted to be a Thunderbird. What? Wait, wait. Not the flying Thunderbird. No, the Los Angeles Roller Derby Thunderbird. So that I could skate against Shirley Hartman and Jan Vallow. <laughs> they were from the Outlaws. I used to go down the block on my roller skates, practicing my elbows. And then the line of girls, and you would be the whip. The whip. <laughs> now that's cool, that's cool. Where was, uh, that? Where was that at the? Olympia. Yes. The, the Olympic. Olympic Auditorium. Auditorium. Oh, yes. Oh, my mom and dad would take us there periodically. Oh, my And oh my god. The Thunderbird, what? Uh, <laughs> I got into a shouting match. I must have been in the fifth grade. I got into a shouting match with Shirley Hartman. She was at the rail. I was standing on the thing, yelling at her. What a cheater she was. And I thought to myself, when I get big, I'm going to be a Thunderbird. And I'm going to go against her. Take you out. And you'll be exactly the same age. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I had a clue. <laughs> oh my god, that's yeah. good. Oh, uh, that's so and, funny. And the night laser. Oh, yeah. And the night laser. I, I could have been the night laser. I, the night laser. The night laser. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that would have been. Wow. That would have been you. Uh, that been you. <laughs> the night laser. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, oh my God, that's that's uh, awesome! I had that thought, buddy. I had that thought, and I thought, Ah, oh, I've never told nobody that. That's right. <laughs> well, you know what? Now the whole world knows. Yeah. <laughs> you never know. There it goes. You're gonna there say that. Well, we started with a warm up, so now let's do a warm down. I like that. Well, hey, with this cause, we're gonna close up. Pick okay. a number from one to ten. Okay, just Let's refer. do uh, six. <laughs> Let us see what six is. One, two, three, four, five, six. Aha! You are going to, we're going to find out your secret sauce name. Oh, secret ah, sauce. Secret okay. sauce. Okay, let's find out what that let's is. Let's see what that is. All right, so you got to give us your, use the first letter of your first name. T. Whipped. Oh. Okay, use the first letter of your middle name. L. Mint. Whipped mint. 
M, right? Yeah. And that would be... Evan. Huh? Evan. Whipped mint heaven. <laughs> the night laser making whipped mint heaven as she's beating down on Charlie Hartman. Damn it, I'm on the Thunderbirds. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, I hope it was as fun for you as it yeah, was for me. Yeah, it was. It was. Oh, it's different. I hope you thought so. Thank you for spending time with us on the flip side. Subscribe to this podcast and send in your questions, your comments, and suggestions. Also, like us on our Facebook page. If you'd like to listen to the whole conversation with Guru Tanya, visit our webpage where you'll also find out why Bruce Lee stood on his head, what three clicks for the kill shot means, how Guru Dan and Asanto opened the doors for all martial arts, and much, much more. We'll have another Filipino martial arts master next week on the flip side.